Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Andrew. I'm Lee. And this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right to it. Okay, so a little bit of news to start things off with. And uh, you found some news to share today. Yes. Um, Misaka from the uh, light novel series uh, A Certain Scientific Railgun, the Railgun Index um, series, for the last nearly 10 years has been the number one girl according to a um, amazing light novel. Uh, how, how are the um, ranking? Where is it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so it's called uh, This Light Novel is Amazing or Kona Light Novel Ga Sugoi Poll. And since 2010, she's been the number one girl, except for one time in 2015. But now she's been kept down to number three, losing to uh, Kei Karuzawa from Classroom <clears throat> of the Elite and uh-huh. uh, Ginko Sora. The Ryu's work is never done. Yeah, that's still an incredible run. Ten years. Yeah. Number four is Mai from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, hold on. Hold, that's, a, that's an incredibly misleading title. After near 10-year streak. Yeah, so she had it from 2010 to 2004, so that's four years. Uh, 2010 and then to she 2014. Had, yeah, then so 2016 to 20, 2018. 2019. In the 2020 issue. Is oh, okay, okay. Still... That's not a 10-year streak, okay? That's not even a near 10-year streak. That's two four-year streaks. Yeah. You okay? should take a look at the that photo they decided one, to one, use. I have. Well, <laughs> I, I see. I see. And it's, it's, me, it's Misaka crying. That said, that is a hugely misleading title. How dare they? <laughs> that is hugely uh, misleading. But anyways, uh, Railgun Season 3 is going to be out next year, so she'll probably reclaim her top, st- top spot again. Probably. So but these are light. This is supposed to be light novel polls. Yeah, who, and who best girl from the light novel? And you think people don't vote based on uh, other things? You don't know. Uh, all right. Um, Apparently, accelerators top seven of the uh, uh, of the male category with Kazuma at six, Kirito at five. Yeah, uh, and um, what's his name? And um, uh, uh, and um, Toma. Ka- 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 Toma, yeah, Kajima, uh, Kajimo, uh, Toma, the the lead. Uh, yeah. He's number three uh, for uh, best boy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a hugely misleading title. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyways, a little bit of news that I wanted to go ahead and share um, is uh, Trials of Mana. Uh, they have been releasing. Um, they have been releasing uh, character trailers to kind of wow. introduce you with the characters and their backstory and their reason for 
uh, for going forward. Um, I don't know if they're in English. Oh, maybe they are. Okay, so it looks like they do have English versions. Um, Okay, so English mean they have English subtitles to the Japanese audio. Um, But you can go ahead and see the... uh, You can go ahead and see the... um, We'll have the link to the article. Uh, You can also just go ahead and check them out for yourself if you go to Mana Series, uh, at Mana Game on Twitter. Um, So... Yeah, they'll have the trailers there for you. Anyways, um, I'm very excited for that remake. Uh, so I guess that's it for the news. Unless there's anything else you wanted to, you wanted to share? Nothing interesting from my end of okay. things. Okay. Well, if that's the case, let's go ahead and jump right in and go to three episodes in. Um, so this week it was my pick. Yep, it was your and pick. And I, uh, I chose Gourmet Girl Graffiti. Uh, the Crunchyroll synopsis reads: The story follows Rio, a middle girl, a middle school girl who lives by herself. She has a knack for cooking, and she makes friendships with everyone through her food. The cooking manga is quote full of detailed cuisine art to whet the appetite. And quote the kofuku in the title is a wordplay on two Japanese homonyms. Which one, which means happiness, and the other that means appetite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this anime is currently streaming on Crunchyroll, VRV, and High Dive, and we'll provide the links to that in the description below. Okay. All right. Um. Let's go ahead and start talking about the episodes, I guess. Um, All right. So this is one of those anime that actually does start with an OP on the very first episode. Yeah. Uh, and it was very interesting to watch it because uh, the theme of the the opening credits is Alice's descent into a wonderland of food. And so we have our two main characters, Rio, who's wearing uh, a kind of a bunny ear hoodie. Or not, not hoodie. Uh, um, band over her Hair head. band. Mm-hmm. So she's... She's looking like the white rabbit. And then the other girl who's introduced halfway through the first episode, Kieran, um, and is dressed a bit like Alice and uh, follows, follows along behind her uh-huh. as they go through these various um, run of scenes. Now, something I found interesting about the ending credits is that it wasn't the same. Uh-huh. For all three episodes. They had something special, something different every episode. Well, I think, I, and I've kind of seen this trend uh, in anime recently, where the first couple episodes have their own, um, will have a different ending than the rest of them. I kind of feel that maybe that's what they do if the ending isn't ready by the time that the show airs. Uh-huh. Um, because um, yeah, The Cautious first one was Hero, kind of a recap of the episode. The first two were both recaps of the episodes. Episode one and episode two had recaps, and then episode three had um, uh, had an actual uh, closing, uh, okay. new animated closing and everything. So, so the reason I bring that up is... Uh, episode I, four to verify. Well, yeah, we'll have to watch episode four, four to verify, but the reason I bring that up is because I also noticed that in uh, an anime that's been airing this season called Cautious Hero... Um, that I've been watching. Um, And the first two credits were very, very much their own thing. Whereas, um, and I'm caught up now, so I just watched episode eight. Episodes three through eight have had the exact same ending. 
So, which is the goddess character dancing, a CG version of the goddess character dancing. Not as good as the Chica dance. Um, I don't think anything will ever be as good as the Chica dance, but it was still it's it's still a pretty cute ending. Um, anyway, so yeah, and something something I really noticed right off the bat was just the level of detail with each frame of animation in this show. It was very it was high levels of detail just just absolutely incredible um and kind of it reminded me a bit of sound euphonium it's like these people are trying to um it's not kyoto animation but it looks Mm -hmm. like they're but it looks like uh you know it's very high PBS trying to uh to mimic that quality of animation Mm -hmm. as well i think i think that's even better than sound euphonium in terms of just the detail of animation in some of those shots Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, it's not on the level of um, of uh, Violet, Violet Evergarden. Evergarden. Yeah, no, that's. But I don't know if anything's ever going to be on the level of Violet Evergarden. Well, we we might see it. Violet Evergarden uh, utilizes a lot of newer technologies and is utilizing <clears throat> it well. So yeah. we're getting a lot of bizarre crap 3D anime because um, they think they can just produce cheap anime with these tools. But you know, you put a good artist with the mm-hmm. right tools. And you can have some. Oh amazing. yeah, no, it's 3D is is a tool, and one done well, you don't even notice it's being used. Yeah. Um, the issue that a lot of Americans have with 3D in Japanese anime is that it's used poorly so often it's that true. it's just a cheap alternative to get to, uh, just a cheap uh, alternative to doing it correctly. Right. Um, anyway, Which, uh, to have to hear us go further in depth into that, go find our episode about. Uh, Fist of the Blue Sky Regenesis. But uh, we'll move on from yeah. this point. <laughs> anyway, um, so very, the very beginning is um, Ryo making a dish that's known as Inari Sushi or Inari Zushi, uh, depending on, I, I don't know who says it what way. I've seen it with a Z. I've seen it with an S-U. Um, zushi or Sushi. Um, and what it is is that it's sushi rice that is um, uh, wrapped in uh, lightly fried tofu skin. Okay. And uh, when I saw her making the food, and they point this out later on, how, you know, food and anime just looks so delicious and just makes you so hungry, makes you want to eat it, which, you know, I think is kind of the purpose of anime like this, um, to get people interested in cooking and things like that. Um but uh, sh- it made me so glad that I had already made my dinner and it was right next to me um, as I was watching these episodes. I don't blame you. Yeah, I th- this show gave me the munchies pretty bad too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, I had I was so at my local grocery store and you've experienced this, but I don't know who else knows about these, but they have these cans of popcorn they're about five gallon drums that have compartments with buttered cheese or caramel popcorn and i happen to have one of those nearby me as this show is starting i'm like this is bad for me this Mm. is really bad for me (laughs) so yeah i just take out those compartment take out the dividers shake one of those cans up and then put a uh, and you know scoop a bowl into it to limit my intake. <laughs> to limit your intake. Here's another limit for your intake. 
don't buy it. <laughs> we were running low on trash cans, though. Ah. So buy a <laughs> trash can. All right, anyway. Um, the tr- so we then see the exact same amount as a trash can. And is... Uh, we then see Rio making food. Yes. Okay, so okay, she's yeah. making food, and she's talking about, you do this, you make this, you, 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 blanch, uh, you blanch this with this, and it looks like she's making a delicious meal. Yeah. Um, and then she sits down to eat it, and she hates it. She's like, this is disgusting. I'm making it the same way I used to make it when Grandma taught me how to make it. Why is it so gross now? And then uh, she flashbacks to her learning from her grandma when she was a little girl. Um, and uh, she, and her grandma just says, Ryo, just make sure you learn how to cook properly. Otherwise, you're going to be a bad wife. No, or, uh, or no, you'll like learn how to cook. Well, that way, you, good can wife. Good, you, that way you can be a good wife. And then it cuts back to Rio, and Rio says, oh, no, at this rate, I'll become a bad wife. And it's a mental image of Rio as an older woman in her early 20s or so, because she's she's in eighth grade. Uh-huh. Um, and it shows her in her early 20s in a wedding dress um, stomping on her husband in his tuxedo uh-huh. with a big like wicked smile on her face uh, that's her idea of a bad wife yeah like suddenly if she can't cook properly for her husband then she will become an abusive human being like there, there, there's a serious disconnect in the what No, I mean, on the one hand, yes, anybody who is a domestic partner, having the skills, the skills of cooking and cleaning and organizing and having a passion to do that is an incredibly useful tool if you're going to be mm-hmm. a stay-at-home domestic partner, wife yep. or husband. Yep, yep. The, either way. Um, but, but not having mm-hmm. those skills doesn't instantly turn you into a bully. No, which is, which is what makes no. this joke so but funny. It's also we we just learn how absolutely innocent she is throughout the uh, the progress of this um, oh. of these three episodes. She's so gullible, but She's she so gullible. she um yeah. Now now it says that they say that she's in eighth grade. Uh, yeah. Well, they they say you know a second. Oh well. And it, it kind of threw me off at first. Actually, I had to stop and re-listen to it because the subtitles say. She's in eighth grade. Right. Mm. Random hair just landed on my tongue. That's what happens when you have cats. Um, what? What's that like? <laughs> Hello, Smokey. I got my little kitty on the back of my chair as we record this. We usually shut the cats out, but uh, today... And if you want to see her, go ahead and watch this podcast on YouTube. <laughs> Just look for Whitaker Weekly on YouTube. That's the little gray kitty cat. Uh, but anyways, um, so I, I had to rewatch the first part a little bit just because it um, it threw me off because the subtitles say she's in eighth grade, but in Japanese they say Junisai, which means twelve. And I rewatched that over and over and over again, and I couldn't hear anything else other than saying you're 12. And so I'm like, does that mean she's in seventh grade? 
But then again, but then later on, we learned that she's starting her final year of middle school. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the series starts uh, near, uh, near Christmas. Yeah. Um, and by episode two or so, um, it's already spring. Uh, and they are, uh, she and um, Kidding are, um, <clears throat> are attending a prep school to yep. uh, try to get into an art school. And apparently they're both in the same grade. Yeah. And it's their last year of middle school. So I'm just like, okay, that just weird. I'm. They say she's 12, but then she's in eighth grade and now she's in ninth grade. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, just they, they, there's me off. a lot of time jumps in the first, second, and third episode. Uh, so, like, first episode is late autumn. Second episode is Christmas. Third episode is the Cherry Blossom Festival. Is the second episode Christmas? I thought the first episode was Christmas. Uh, it, it goes around a lot. I don't remember the first episode being Christmas. I thought it was the second one. No, no, no. The second episode is the Cherry Blossoms. The third one is the Mock Exam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways... So, anyways, so yeah, episode so... one, um, she then gets a phone call from uh, from her aunt, and uh, her aunt lets her know that um, her sec- Ryo's second cousin is going to be coming out there and staying at her place for the weekends because she's going to be attending the same prep school in the atten- and the intention of going to the exact same art school that um, Ryo wants to go to. Mm. Um, and... Uh, we meet uh, Keating at this point. She's this girl who looks like she's still in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And everyone treats her like a little girl. Yeah, everyone and drives does. her crazy. But the at the same she, time... She's a whole... She's head and shoulders shorter than Rio, who's in, of average height, but... Um, and they're the same age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rio... Um, Rio eats, uh, well, so they walk back from the train station, and I have to point and out that cold. I really, really want, it's cold. It's yeah, it's cold. It's That's what, yes, it's uh-huh. winter now, um, but Kieran has convinced herself, because none of the fashion magazines coming out of Tokyo show girls wearing coats, therefore no one in Tokyo wears a coat year-round. And girls don't wear coats in Tokyo, and it's, a, yeah, bad choice, okay, but so- I wanted to point out, there's this bag that Akirin-chan has that I thought it was adorable. It's like... You know how they've got those massive in anime they've got meat on bones. You yes. know what I'm talking about? It's just yes, a, yes. it's like they, a ham on a have, bone. It, it looks like the Simpsons, no not the, the Flintstones, the Flintstone. Yeah. Where you just have two ends of meat, ends of bone coming out of this wheel of meat. Uh-huh. One of her bags is that. It's a wheel of meat, but uh, it's got a white strap on it instead of the bones. Oh. And so I noticed that and it's just like I want that bag. I want that bag a lot. There's actually stone in um, Breath of the Wild that you have to like put by a fire and cook to feed to Gorons that look that that are shaped the same way too. Ah. <sighs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Um. So on the way back. Um. To. On the way back to uh, Rio's apartment, uh, where she, uh. 
pretty decent sized apartment where she lives by herself. Yes. Um, Keating starts sneezing, and uh, which is the, which is the um, the trope, I guess we should say, that she is about to get a cold because apparently there's no other way to show that somebody's getting sick other than if they sneeze in anime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's it, it is an anime trope. You sneeze when you're uh, when you start to get sick, or when somebody's talking about you, and you have a tummy grumble when you're hungry. Despite the fact that it's entirely possible to have a tummy grumble while full, and things are just shifting around <laughs> noisily within mm-hmm. you. So, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, so they get back, and. Um... Yo wants to eat. Uh, well, it, Keating uh, is hungry from her trip, her but she's too. Huh? Yeah. Rio yeah. starts cooking for her. Rio starts cooking for her. Uh, Keating is too hungry. Is hungry from her trip, um, but doesn't say anything. She's too polite to, you know, ask for food. Uh, but then her stomach growls, and so, um, and so Kyo, uh, Rio, Rio offers to make her some food. They have some food. Um, and it is, uh, she is completely convinced that Keating is going to hate it, but at least it's some food. Keating eats it and says it's the most delicious food she's ever had. And, well, we, we, we flash a little bit of, uh, Kieran's backstory and find uh out that her mother doesn't vary their dinners. She just make apparently just makes fried veggies, pan fried veggies every night. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can't we have meat sometimes? She points out three shriveled up bits of beef in the middle of this huge salad. It's like, there's there, there's your meat. There's no problem here, right? So we've talked about this, I believe, in another episode. But um, the Japanese. Um, American children hate broccoli. Uh-huh. For the Japanese, it's green peppers. Uh-huh. And a lot of that dish was green peppers. Oh. <laughs> a lot okay. of that saute that she made uh, was green peppers with a little mm-hmm. bit of meat. Yeah, so so actually, just kind of... They actually did this for the Japanese and for other cultural releases of uh, Inside Out. The scene where she's trying to eat, eat broccoli, be fed broccoli, is replaced by green peppers. And so is the uh, the pizza that is covered in broccoli from San Francisco. Like, congratulations, San Francisco! You ruined broccoli. You ruined pizza. Uh, anyway, they. Um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, they. Uh, she eats this meal. She thinks it's delicious, and Rio's just like, "Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's just your. You are, you know, hunger is the best spice type thing." Um, they go to bed. They then get up the next day. Um, well, Keating is obviously getting sicker. Like, she, she keeps sneezing. She now has a temperature. Um, but she refuses to miss her first day of class, uh, for this prep school that she's going to. Um, and they, uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, so they go to prep school. Uh, we see another girl who is going to be one of the three main girls uh, mm-hmm. watching Vio from the from a, win- a classroom window, like they have in Japan. 
mm-hmm. um, meaning a window looking out into a hallway as opposed to you know, a window in a wall. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they go their separate ways, and then they meet up after class. Keating is very late. Uh, Keating then shows up with a bunch of textbooks in her arms, wobbling, about to pass out. Um, and she's yeah. just gotten all the worse. And then uh, Rio is just like, uh, Rio then remembers something that uh, her grandma made for her whenever she was sick, um, and it would help her get better faster. The udon. udon noodles. And she offers to make her udon. And um, she, uh... by the way, do you hear that? No. Okay, good. Got a new furnace. Huh. <laughs> and it's, it seems to go off more often than the last one. So that I don't might know be if a it's good more, thing. Oh, probably, but I don't know if it, that means it's more sensitive than the last one was. I mean, it probably is more sensitive since the last one was built in the 50s. Um, and anyways, my furnace went out last week and they replaced it just on Tuesday. <laughs> so I had an Thank entire goodness. weekend where I was huddled under blankets and yes. uh, having a, space heaters blowing at me, but not more than one space heater at a time because if I have two space heaters going, I have a blackout in my apartment. Trips the breaker. Yep. Yep, yep. That's what I get for having an older house, but whatever. Anyways, um, she offers to make her... uh, After she takes care of Udo, and Udo is like laying down on her bed, uh, and she sleeps for a while, Mm -hmm. um, she actually ends up spending the night again. Um, But... Uh, before that, uh, because they don't want her to travel while she's sick. Um, yeah. But she then uh, makes, uh, sorry, Rio then, Rio then makes Keating, um, makes Keating uh, some udon. Mm-hmm. And she makes her udon uh, with, uh, with um, she asks her what type of udon she wants. And the type of udon that Keating asks for is a very popular um instant noodles version of udon uh-huh. where you just buy a box of it pour hot water into it uh because she loves the the sweet crunchiness of the fried tofu uh that mm. goes with that and so um Rio just says oh well here how about i just make it for you instead of going to buy it i think we've got what we, what we need and so she makes this food um keating eats it says oh it's so delicious you're gonna put the you're gonna put the box noodle business or instant noodle uh business out of business or you're gonna (laughs) bankrupt them something like that um and uh and and this whole time rio is just mm -hmm. convinced that you know she used to have the gift but after her grandma died she just Mm -hmm. can't do the cooking quite right but mm-hmm. here kieran is complimenting her cooking left and right and it's the best meal she's ever had she can't even believe and it. you should probably talk about the faces the girls make when they eat yes, yes. <laughs> it's oh the, the the subtitle says sexy but i'm pretty sure the word they use was moe no it's not it wasn't it the word is etchy was it yeah oh. the word is etchy Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 expressions that these girls make as they're eating it's they they take a long time, and a lot of delicate frame by frame animations of their mouths opening and closing on the food, the chewing, the swallowing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, they're they're looking up and off to the side. It's 
it's like a precursor to what Food Wars ended up being, but it doesn't go nearly as far as Food Wars does. So this is I a lot actually tanker. read a manga a little bit uh, a little bit back, um, and there's a chapter where um, three girls are in love with the same guy, uh-huh. and um, he makes them. F- it's a food wars parody. This chapter because the, one of the girls eats something, and just you know, has just this look of ecstasy on her face. Uh-huh. After she eats it, she thinks it's so delicious. Another girl eats something, um, and uh, her clothing explodes off. Uh-huh. And then the third girl, who's the younger sister of the main guy, desperately wants him to be in love with her and not the other, not, not these other girls. Um, she is trying to figure out how she needs to react to what he makes her, and then she wakes up. So it was just a dream. <laughs> but yeah, I can't remember the name of the chapter. I'll have to try to find it again. Um, but the This uh, isn't the same uh, one the, where the a guy is confessed to on the same park bench over and over again, nope. but it's no, no, girls no, no, telling no. him uh-huh. they like somebody else. Nope, 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 nope. And that park bench keeps coming back, by the way. And have you watched that yet? That I haven't yet? watched it, but where I understand he, it just appears in the weirdest so places. Good. Well, like... <laughs> So the first two girls confess to liking someone else on the exact same style of bench. And then later on, when he's in the library, the librarian says, well, here, there's something I need to talk to you about. And I was like, wait a minute. No, this is this this isn't this isn't good. And then it's this, this is familiar. The and then she's like, here, let's have a seat over here. And he turns and there's the bench again, the exact same bench, a park bench, white wooden park bench with gold. Um, uh, what's that called? Metalwork on the sides. Um, and uh, he's just freaking out, like, "What? What's this doing here? Why is this bench here?" And there's an Amazon. There's a not Amazon box right next to it. And the librarian says, uh, "We have same day, like uh, the internet is amazing. We have same day orders now." Um, I I I want. Is it the same anime? I saw I saw a picture, and it read um. Like this girl was confessing how much she liked the guy, and the guy and the guy just goes, "Why couldn't she have been introduced in the first episode?" I think that might be it because they're very, very self-aware that they're in an anime. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's it's a great show. It's so much fun. Anyways, um, okay, yeah, that, was, that that was a picture on Facebook that I saw. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the girls whenever they eat. And it's not it's it's not just uh, Yo, it's Keating and the other girl as well. When she gets introduced and like becomes part of their food group, um, they uh, they have fairly suggestive faces. I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah, they are very very much enjoying eating delicious food. And let's be honest, who doesn't like eating delicious food? It's the quintessential human experience. There's nothing like biting into delicious new food, food you've never tasted before. That's just absolutely delicious. It's incredible. Um, I should know. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she eats the udon. Uh, Kirin eats the udon. Um, is super excited about it. Says that she's feeling all warm and nice inside. And um, 
Udio is just like, oh, well, well, I'm glad you like it, but really, really, you shouldn't compliment me. I just, I don't know how to cook anymore. My grandma <laughs> taught me everything. And um, Kitty's just like, but wait, no, I, I, I don't think it's your food that's changed. I think, I think that it's that you haven't been eating with anybody. You've been eating by yourself. And it, I don't remember exactly where it's revealed, but uh, Rio, she's not an orphan. Um, her grandmother passed away in the previous year. Um, what are you smiling at? Nothing. Anyways, because you were <laughs> you had this big grin on your face when I was talking about Rio's grandma. No, 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 no. Something, You're a something came up. Person. Anyways, uh, she. Uh, it's revealed that her parents work overseas. They both have jobs overseas, yes. and they send her care packages when they can. Um, it's just uh, they're both working, and she's just supporting herself uh, while she's she's living at home. Mm -hmm. um, but her, uh, yeah, and so Keating points out that you've been eating by yourself this entire time, and food's more delicious when you eat it with more people. Um, and so uh, they then go to bed. Um, Keating, oh, before they go to bed, though, um, uh, Ryo makes some more of this Inari sushi, um, the the tofu-wrapped, the fried tofu-wrapped sushi. Mm -hmm. Keating sees that, and she's like, oh, I want some, give me some, give me some, give me some. She's, no, you're full. You just barely had udon. We don't want you to eat too much. You're um, going to give yourself a tummy ache. You're going to have tummy it ache. when you're feeling better. And then it cuts, she has a flashback of her grandmother Telling her the exact same thing as Udio is grabbing her grandma's skirt, <laughs> asking for some inari sushi. Yep. That is a very patient cat to uh, be resting on top of that. This cat loves warmth. Mm -hmm. And I have an incredibly naturally high body heat. So anything I sit on, she's waiting to get this chair. She will spend <laughs> the rest of the day in this chair after I get up out of it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, All right. um, Keating gets up in the middle of the night uh, yes. and she uh, goes and to the bathroom. She goes to the cupboard to find the sushi. And, and there's a note the cupboard, on the like, sushi. Like, no, we have a wait. snack now. She's asleep. Uh -huh. <laughs> there's a note on there telling her not to. Like, oh, no, no, no. The, the note very kindly says there's, there's tea in the fridge. Help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> implying don't eat these no 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 it's implying that she knew she was going to go for these so uh -huh. she had tea prepared for her so she would have something to drink with them ah that made her feel bad about it <laughs> she knew she was going to go for the food so she was too embarrassed to eat it and that's why she went just straight back to bed yeah um yeah i seem to recall it was sometime in that bedtime as well that um Kirin um, was so passionate about how much she enjoyed Rio's food and telling her how much that she loved um, eating it. That, you know, if she, if she needs any family to be here, I'll be your family. I'll be your brother, your sister, your father, your mother, your husband or wife. Like, will you be my kid? No. It's just dead. Like... <laughs> No. <laughs> um i think that's uh that might be episode two i don't remember 
I think I think that might be episode two. But anyways, um, uh, no, pretty, no, that was that was close to the end of episode one. Oh, okay. And well, then we start. So... We, they start a character introduction. They never fully introduce her in the first three episodes, but they do start a character introduction. Um, Rio uh, has a neighbor, mm-hmm. and this neighbor will occasionally be aware that good food is being cooked in an apartment next door, and then we'll call for takeout. Call, call for delivery. Just yep. And so it's just this this sad character, and they they keep. Oh, yes, introducing... I'd like to order pizza. Yes, yes, it's me. I'd like the usual. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. When you're on a first name basis with the delivery service, you order too much delivery, way <laughs> too much. Um. So. Uh, anyways, uh, yes. the next day they get up and they run to the train uh, because yeah. she, she can. She did stay an extra day to recover from her cold, but now she's late for school because she was supposed to come home um, the next day so she would be able to attend school, but she missed that opportunity. So now she's late. Um, and so if they make it to this train, she'll be able to get back to school and be able to make it to school in time for lunch. Um, yo gives her a um a parting gift um and uh she uh keating gets on the train uh makes the train sits down opens up the gift and sees that it's a box of the Inari sushi oh she's she's oh yeah yeah she's given a a bento of the sushi i was remembering a different scene with a different box as you were describing that because the the care package that she receives from her parents that uh rio receives from her parents um Mm -hmm. She's not expecting quite how heavy it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. And that's when but that happens in episode three. Yeah, that's episode three. Um, but anyways, um episode two starts and it is already um the cherry festival. It's cherry viewing cherry blossoms. Uh, cherry blossoms. It's already uh April. Or yeah. March. March and it's March. Mm-hmm. Um cherry blossoms start blooming in March. Um and she, um, and long story short, it's just po- an episode of them. Um, it's an episode of them going to a cherry viewing uh, with their aunt, yes. um, and uh, eating food and getting to know each other better. Um, it's uh, they they meet the other they meet another classmate who's enjoying drawing people in still life there's a goofy mm-hmm. guy taking a funny pose and wearing his tie as a bandana he's and drunk. she's drawing for them and <laughs> he's very drunk that that's a yes. very bit that's another big sign of being drunk and not only were his cheeks lush but wearing the um wearing the tie around the your tie around head, your head as, a, as a headband yes um it is uh yeah it's a it's a sign of him he, he's very drunk and she's just drawing pictures and she's the girl who joins them with for food later on yep um i don't remember what her name is um but anyways yeah. they uh now the the episode uh okay so so part of the order of events is um uh rio and kieran set out this cherry themed blanket um and they're waiting for the ants to come and they're uh-huh. sitting there doing various things when the ant uh, when they ask her what food the ant brought, the ant then proceeds to bow down to the ground and hand them a large bill mm. saying, um, for cherry festivals, you absolutely need to have the uh, food from vendors. So please go get some. 
<laughs> you didn't bring she anything, didn't bring did food. you? <laughs> well, she brought beer. That was it. She's beer also it's also pointed out multiple times that she's extremely busy. Her job oh, keeps yeah. her super busy. So yep. what but we should also point out that the food that they made, um, both of them made food, Kidding and Ryo. Uh-huh. And uh uh Kidding was had her dad helping her make food and they were making sandwiches. And Keating's mom, who we've already already established, is a really really bad cook. Uh-huh. Um, she 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 comments like, she comments on the sandwich ingredients. Going, she's like, well, those that's are pretty boring. bland. That's pretty. That, bland. There's no variety. Why don't you spice here? things up a bit, and so she grabs spicy mustard and just gallops spicy mustard on one of the pieces of bread. To which Keating's trying to stop her. But before this, we also established that they. Um, that the uh, and I wrote this down. Um, she's eating some food, and she's uh, Keating's eating food, and she's just complimenting uh, Udo on her cooking and how incredible it is. And she's like, and Udo's just being just being uh, shy and saying, "Oh no, 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 no! It's I'm sure you have great food at your home too. You don't really need to compliment me like this." To which we have a flashback to Keating's mom making her a salad. Or like, what's the food? What's the cooking like in your house? Is what uh, Yo asks. Green. Wait, what? Green. And then she cuts back to. Uh, Ke- this is when we cut back to Keenan's house, and her mom gives her a salad, and it's a salad of parsley. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Ah! You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, ah! a parsley salad. Why? Who? Uh, they're just establishing that mom is just really, really bad, but the dad doesn't care. The dad just like, like every time the mom makes something, the dad's like, uh, delicious as always, mom. Uh, yeah, he's. Parsley salad. Anyways, that's the kind of food. If you can understand why Keating loves coming to Dio's place so much now, <laughs> you, you just see it so clearly. This is why Keating loves. And, and we should also say that. Uh, Keating and her parents had a fight. Parents meaning her mom, uh, because Keating kind of dropped it on her, saying that she wanted to attend this school. Um, the mom was very, very much against it. Um, but they work things out. They work things out. Um, anyways, um, so they then go to the food stands and start buying the food. Um, Keating has never, and, it, and Keating's super excited about everything. She's never mm-hmm. seen cotton candy before. She's never had this food. She's never had that food. And Gideon's just like, oh, come on. This she's is just she's never food. seen a chocolate-covered banana before. Yeah. Like, this is just festival food. You, I mean, you've had this at home, haven't you? Or like, what type of festivals do you have at home? And... Uh, Keating's just like, well, whenever we have a festival, we just get together and everyone just makes food together, which honestly sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a whole lot of fun, just a community of people getting together and just making food together and things like that. As opposed uh, to what happens in Tokyo, which is a whole bunch of vendors who are mm-hmm. professionals at the craft that they make mm-hmm. come and make a uh, and a bazaar of uh, is, That's not a bad thing, you know? No, it's not. I mean, it's not it's just not, it's a different experience. It happens, it's just a different experience. Absolutely yeah. right. Um, anyways, they, um, so that's when they run into their friend, and the friend, um, uh, is sketching people instead of cherry blossoms. Yeah. Um, and then that's they like, go back to the, uh, yeah, and and while they're while this is happening, the, the aunt, aunt is, getting, is the aunt is getting more and more bored at their absence now. 
the first time, as I, I remember this was a kind of a running gag. It happened twice where um, uh, Kirin brought the brought uh, a bento of sandwiches, but instead of stacking them up so you saw the ingredients and could and it was decorative, they just opened it up and they just say the word white, and it's just the sandwiches are laid flat, so you can't even see what kind of sandwiches they are. They're just you just see this because bentos traditionally should be colorful they're they're a display of the food you're going to be eating and so in, in anime anyway they're always you know something decorative something colorful mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. to pop that that is um, that's that's also just the style in japan yeah. um i mean i've seen are... i've seen actual photographs of bentos that are bits of meat and such cut uh, or bits of seaweed and beet cut in such a way so it's hello kitty's face over a bed of rice uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, it's uh so, yeah so, so just have a plain white one, just kind of, what? And then, if I, then we then we find out that the the sandwiches, and then the ant opens up the box, decides to to sneak some of the food, opens up the box, and says the exact same thing, huh? White. Yeah, it's all white. <laughs> um, but the sandwiches are just cut so perfectly that yeah. all you have to do is you just tap the box on the side and reveal that they're four separate sandwiches. It's just that they're cut that perfectly. Yes. They, they and they're aligned so thing. nicely. Yes. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. So she opens up the box that we're already aware of. Like, like somebody put too much mustard on one of those, on one of them. And it's spicy mustard, yes. um, which is good. I love spicy mustard, but spicy mustard in moderation, please. But <laughs> earlier on, Keating apologizes, saying that one of the sandwiches is a Russian roulette sandwich. I'm sorry, I don't know which one it is. My mom put it in when I wasn't looking. So <laughs> she doesn't know which one it is. And uh, yeah, so there, there's apparently there, there's a picture I've seen, and apparently it's a quote from the Rugrats TV show, where the grandpa comes back saying, "I just came back from playing Russian roulette with the boys," and the mom goes, "Did you win?" You really don't know what Russian roulette is, do you? You really don't know what Russian roulette is. Yeah. Uh, the ant is just hating it. It's terrible. But anyways, they uh, they eat. They have fun. The ant then leaves because she has to go back to work. Wait, yes, but you just had that's... a ton of beer. Aren't you drunk? Oh, this is just a pick-me-up for me. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but during, during the time that they're eating, though... Um... The ant puts on this great big display of going, this is wonderful. Look at all this amazing food. And then in print on the side of one of the cobs of corn, the grilled cobs of corn, it reads, she didn't make any of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had to, it was so fast. I actually had to pause it and rewind and pause it to see what the, uh, the subtitle read for that because it just happened so fast. Mm -hmm. It was just mm -hmm. so fun. And then they, they just have this amazing time eating all of this, um, these kinds of foods they have the uh eel on a stick they have octopus balls um and uh the corn on the cob and every last one of them is just amazed at how good it tastes mm. um yeah one of one of the things i'd love to have tried though was the uh there's that guy one of the stands was that guy um just crafting sculptures out of sugar on sticks. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that stuff is really cool. Really cool. So. Um, anyways, they uh, 
So after they eat, they then head back to Dio's apartment. Um, and uh, Dio, um, before they head back to the apartment, there is a scene. I don't know if you had a chance to talk about it yet. The scene where they talk to the girl who um, uh, who was doing the drawing and how she was talking about how much she likes Rio's food and had had only had the um, she had her uh, really nice uh, rolled omelets. And it was then that uh, Kieran became very, very, uh, what's the word, defensive over her friend and her relationship with her friend. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Talked about that. So so as they're walking through, um, that's right. Uh, as they're walking through uh, the stalls, the friend, um, Keating and Yo see sides of each other that they hadn't seen before. And mm-hmm. Keating gets kind of upset about that. Um, because, uh, she had, she declared herself Rio's family, you know? And so she wants to have that relationship with her. Um, but she, but then this friend's like, oh yeah, like, uh, I've had, uh, Rio's, um, rolled omelets, uh, tamagoyaki. Um, and they're incredibly delicious. And I'm the only one in the classroom that has ever eaten them. And Rio's just like, well, that's because you only bring an onigiri. And I'm worried about you. <laughs> uh, to which uh, Keating then starts bragging about all the food of Rio's that she's eaten. And yes. that's all the food that she ate in the previous episode. <laughs> so it is. She, yeah. and she's just so passionate about every little thing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So intense. Um, now the, the episode ends with, have, with us finding, well, the episode ends with, um, a bit of a reprieve saying, you know, um, we got to see the, the blossoms at the park near the, uh, the, the vendors. Um, but when I was a little girl, my grandma would just take me out here to this bench to, to this, uh, cherry tree to see the blossoms. And so we're just going to do a second Cherry Festival here in the middle of the night. Cherry Blossom Festival. And uh, they bring out uh, a, a sketchbook to uh, to draw the um, the cherry tree. Um, because they both want to be artists. So that was, that's a major story point. Um, so they're, so, uh, but Rio leaves um, Kirin to, uh, to sketch on her own for a little while. And she said she'd be right back. Uh, because during that time, she's actually now cooking those uh, rolled omelets that she wanted so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but during this time, while Rio's cooking and um, Kieran's drawing, the neighbor keeps peeking out the window. <laughs> the lonely neighbor who keeps ordering takeout. <laughs> yes, the lonely neighbor who keeps ordering takeout. She's peeking out the window and, and, and hiding behind the curtain every time Kieran just looks out. What? What? Oh, okay. Huh? I had to write that down because that was just delightful. It is. It's cute. It's cute. It makes you feel bad for the neighbor. Um, and, but and then, it's still really cute. Then Rio comes to, back with the uh, the rolled omelets. And um, uh, one of them is filled with cheese. And that was her version of Russian roulette. Because we forgot <laughs> the rolled omelet with cheese inside. So it was, uh, and she says, you're the winner. You won. <laughs> to which Keating's just like, you really don't know what Russian roulette is. <laughs> Which like that, reminds no. me of an episode of um, of uh, Rugrats. Yeah, 
where the grandpa, the grandpa. comes yeah. back. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm back. We're just, just playing some Russian roulette with my friends. To which the mom says, oh, did you win? You don't know what Russian roulette is, do you? <laughs> yes. And that, gosh, that reminds me of another video. And these were some Japanese people. They made, they, they took a Nerf gun, just the regular uh -huh. revolver. Uh -huh. um, and uh, I have it. I can't remember. I think it's the, the Nerf Maverick, something like that. The Nerf Magnum, I don't remember. But uh -huh. anyways, they took this six shooter. And on one of the darts, they glued a thumbtack. And then they spun it, cocked it, and took turns shooting their own temples with this Nerf gun. This and I was just like, got poked? what are you doing? I couldn't finish the video because I knew it was coming. I was like, no, uh-uh, no, I'm not finishing this video. It's I, awful. Just, just yesterday, um, on the Utah Gamers um, Facebook page, somebody shared a video that was about a dozen guys in a Call of Duty server or something like that, standing in a circle, in a multiplayer game, standing in a circle, each of them having a shotgun, each of them pointing at each other, and they took turns, one of them coming into the middle of the circle, spinning around, and randomly firing, and then going back. And they all took turns doing that. And then as more and more people died, the circle got smaller and smaller. Till eventually, like there were six of them, and they all spun at the same time and fired at the same time, and suddenly there were three. <laughs> but no, but but they did they they set the Y sensitivity, no, the X X sensitivity, the horizontal sensitivity of the controller, of all the way things. up to ten, the the most sensitive, so they'd spin the fastest. Mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Russian roulette. Yeah, there was actually a game show called that for a while, and it was just it was a trivia show of some kind. And if you uh, got a question wrong, you were on a trap door on a series of six trap doors, like a revolver revolver barrel. And if you got a question wrong, the uh, some lights would spin, and if your light was on your trap door, you fell down and you were out of the game. <laughs> the shows that were on game show network just the the weirdest cable game shows <laughs> like japan has some pretty weird stuff but the u.s has some pretty weird stuff too yeah but the thing is the weird stuff in japan is mainstream in japan whereas <laughs> that stuff hardly anyone knows about that stuff in america <laughs> yeah. okay. anyways so uh, that ends that episode, and this is when I realized that I do not like the next times for this show, because they are incredibly misleading. Oh, how so? The first one, after the credits, it showed uh, little chibi animations of the two girls, Udio and Keating, uh, dancing, doing this cute little dance, in front of images of someone eating tonkatsu. Um, Deep-fried, uh, breaded, deep-fried sliced pork. With a Ooh. special kind of tangy barbecue sauce on top of it. Uh, there's also chicken katsu that you can get. Um, I absolutely love katsu curry. I just love katsu. It's great. Um, I mean, come on. It's fried food. Who doesn't like fried food? Um, Southern comfort. Right Southern there. comfort. Uh, but, oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and so I was like, oh, oh, they're going to have tonkatsu next time. No. 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 Not a bit of tonkatsu. And then... 
Exact same thing. This time it was them dancing in front of, I think it was hamburger steak. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, nice. Okay, well, maybe they'll have hamburger steak. But, well, there was no home katsu, so it was just like, uh, okay, maybe. I'll hold out. Maybe. It made me hungry for hamburger steak, but I was just like, and then episode two, episode three, no hamburger steak. And I'm just like, oh. come on, you guys. You're just being a tease right now. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the next episode starts with the girls at their uh, prep school taking a, uh, a practice exam. And their practice exam is a still life. And the still life is all of these ingredients. And Rio is so hungry for what the ingredients could be used to make that she doesn't draw the still life. She draws what she uh-huh. could make with well, the ingredients. And like, so she's, she, the episode starts off with her just being, okay, it's April. It's my, th- I'm starting my third and final year of middle school. I have to, it's my testing season. I need to take this seriously. I'm going to do my best and show my parents that I'm capable and I'm going to go and go to the school that I want to go to. And then they bring out the still life stuff and it's two bags of rice, um, kind of the, uh, in like the, the bushels of rice that they will put on oxygen and stuff to transport them. Uh-huh. Some, um, bamboo shoots. And there was something else. I can't remember what the other thing was. Um, and she saw that and her stomach immediately just, you know, just grumbled. She started, she starts clapping her own cheeks to, uh, focus, to focus. Try to focus. And it's like, she's making so much noise doing it. It's like, we need quiet during the exam. Yep. Well, and then, um, <laughs> Keating is excited to see Dio and she runs to Dio and she's like, Hey, Dio, 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 Dio. We like, I'm, how did your test go? I'm sure you did great. You're such a great artist. I got and, ninth out they, of the well, whole they, class. Wait, what? What? Uh, Kieran said. Kieran says she got ninth out of the whole class. Oh, she was. And she, then Rio begins to say, was, "I always almost ninth or something like that." So oh, she was super close to getting. She in the, was almost she, in the top nine or something. Yeah, like almost that. in the top nine, which means she, she's like ten. Yeah. Um, which um, means she's <laughs> great. She's really good. Um, but the Rio uh, just says, "It was third. Third. You're third in your class. Cross. That's incredible." From, from the, the bottom. bottom. What? And then she turns around and shows her the picture. And he's just like, I couldn't get it out of my head. I couldn't as hard as I tried. And her cheeks are raw. Like her cheeks are puffed. What yeah. happened to her face? Focusing. Focusing. <laughs> Gender equality. No, that's good. <laughs> that gift that I sent you? Yeah. That, 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 uh, that's from Cautious Hero. Yeah, I, I could tell. I yeah. could tell the Cautious Hero. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> true gender equality and i just thought that wow yeah another gender Cosma. equality joke from uh cosma <laughs> yes <laughs> but anyways he uh and then there's that line from uh don quixote where it says mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether the rock hits the pitcher or the pitcher hits the rock it's not going to go well for the pitcher yeah 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 uh but anyways they uh so so, and, and so, so she's so walking they go down home and she's super the, depressed. They go home to make those ingredients. Well, no, no, no. She's in, she's, she's depressed. And so Keating's just like, Keating decides she has to do something about it. So Keating grabs the hand of a teacher and then grabs the hand of a, um, and then grabs her friend, grabs grab uh, her hand. friend's hand. Um, and, uh, to which Ryo takes a look at, uh, the friend and just says, it takes a look at the three of them, and it's like, wait, alien abduction? 
<laughs> and then it, it shows a picture of two adult, yeah, alien. two two men, men in black type guys grabbing a an alien, uh, walking down with an alien between them. It's like, what are you gonna do with all those ingredients? Well, we're just gonna throw them out. We're done with them. <clears throat> Can we have them? Okay. So they yeah. take home the, the still life ingredients, and then they get to make the make food yeah. with them. Yeah. Well, also, uh, well, well, they don't get to take home the rice, um, no. because the rice that they were gonna. Well, because at the beginning of this episode, uh, it's when Rio. We we mentioned this earlier, but we didn't say it again. This is when Rio gets a package from her parents, and it's rice. Fan, uh, they, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just her parents spent money shipping. Japanese rice from America back to Japan. Mm-hmm. And it was a box containing two 25 pound bags. Uh, it may have just been one, but uh, anyways, you know, it's I swear a, there was two bags. There in the could box. have been two. There could have been two. I wasn't, I didn't really pay attention. I, I swear that, that the bags were stacked on top of each other. She picks one up and then later on we see another bag and there's more wall around the sides okay. of the box. Okay. You're probably, you're probably right. Um, but anyways, they, um, so she has her own rice from that. And so they come back and they start making this dish. Um, <laughs> Uh, and her friend comes with them, the uh, the one who draws. Did you catch her name? No, I, I, I haven't. Let's see. The friend who draws. Uh, Sheena. Sheena, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the friend who draws, she's got this, uh, she has um, long, orangish tan hair, and it's kind of wild and spiky in places. So... Uh, so the three of them go and start having this meal that is um, rice with bamboo shoots. Uh-huh. And while she's prepping it, while she's cooking the rice, Kieran tries eating the bamboo shoots raw and keeps hurting her mouth on it. It's like, stop just sticking things in your mouth, Kieran. But I saw it in an anime once and it looks so delicious. And that's when they start talking about food in anime and how they always make things look so delicious as they're making food in an anime. Anime. Um, (laughs) Well, and then they make, and they talk about this really, really cheesy movie um, that apparently is popular in their, in their universe um, called 3000 miles for the perfect Amu rice. Uh And it's about a salary man who lost his job, but then he, at one point he eats some omelet rice and it's the most amazing rice he's ever omelet rice he's ever had. Um, And so he spends years trying to find that rice again. They also talk about how impossible uh, certain foods in manga are to make in the real world, like Uh a rice ball that looks exactly like a perfect uh, soccer uh, ball ball because Uh it has perfect pentagon or uh, black uh, with the the meat meat on it, the the right spots, the meat on the bone. Uh And then how it looks in real life. Yep. Yep. Never is Um, good. So, but but as they're talking, they start eating more of this. um, They they start, they start eating more and more of this, uh, uh, rice with bamboo shoots. Uh, the friend, uh, just pull up her name again real quick. Um, Sheena, uh, takes, uh, Kieran's bowl as she's asking for more and then starts putting rice in it and more and more until the mound of rice above the bowl is twice the size of the bowl and says, here, have a manga style rice bowl. (laughs) 
Anyways, so yeah, and they just eat... at that point that they uh, they start thinking that that the, the discussion for the omelet rice now, now makes them want to have omelet rice. Well, they what happens is that they spend the night because the next uh, uh, Ash, uh, Sheena, Sheena spends the night because the next day is a holiday, so they don't have school. Yeah. Um. So Sheena ends up spending the night, and they on a, on a tablet they watch the movie Three Thousand Miles for perfect uh-huh. for the perfect Amu Amu rice. Um, During which Rio falls asleep. Rio wakes up and she realizes, oh, I fell asleep. And like she's got a blanket over her um, and it's morning the next day and she's alone and she starts realizing just how she's used to it. But just kind of how lonely it really is being in this big place by herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then her friends. Oh, and then she and she thinks, oh, I wonder if they got upset at me um, because I fell asleep during the movie and, and they left. And then as soon as she's done thinking that, the door opens up again and the two girls run back in, having just purchased ingredients for omelet rice. And, and we see that these and they two hadn't girls slept yet. hadn't slept. They couldn't <laughs> sleep because of their desire to eat omelet rice. So, and so the next sequence is this montage of different styles of omelet rice mm-hmm, that they... Mm-hmm. That uh, the whole while, Rio keeps talking to the camera about what she's making. So it becomes mm-hmm. a cooking show of these different varieties of omelet rice that she can make. Like she makes one where she has grilled bamboo shoots on top of the omelet, and she makes one that's a st- your standard type. And then she says, like in the movie, there was this am- amazing scene where the omelet was only just just perfectly cooked but the yolk was still nice and runny and with the perfect slice of a uh, of a knife the omelet fi- mm-hmm. falls open and there's just runny now, yolk over and it's now let's go ahead and post this link on our site as well but i'm going to go ahead and send you a video um, real fast i'll send it to you on hangouts okay. um anyways um Talking about omelet rice and the perfect way of making omelet rice where you slice it and it opens up and like the raw, the the not really raw, but, you know, still tender egg yeah. falls out. Um, there is that they can make omelet rice like that in Japan. It's very, very possible. Um, it's difficult, but it's possible. And I just sent you a video called $89 Eggs in Japan uh, from a series called Worth It. And what they do in this series and i don't think they made a new episode in a while unfortunately um it's on the tasty channel on youtube though what they do is it's um they they compare three different things um cheap medium expensive and then but it's always the same thing like they had they had 100 yen sushi where each plate was 100 yen at one place they had mid-range sushi where it was about 20 30 dollars uh to have a a lunch and then they went to a place that was 120 dollars per person for sushi yeah um, and they just kind of compare and contrast and say what they, well, what they, I think, think they best. did the same thing with burgers, like I a dollar so. burger, a $10 burger and a hundred dollar burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, are you getting what you're paying for? <laughs> exactly. And usually it's worth it. Well, and like here and, uh, they, um, they meet quite the character, uh, for the omelet rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, yeah, the guy they meet for the omelet rice, he's just this really, really kind of rock and roll type guy. Um, and he makes some absolutely incredible looking omelet rice. So go ahead and watch this video. I shall. One of his ingredients is actually using beef stock instead of tomato. So, but anyways, anyways. Um, so 
They, um, <clears throat> anyways, um, where's the script? Here we go back here. Okay. So they then just keep making different versions of omelet rice. Uh, and yo, what did you just send me? Uh, don't worry about it. You can check it out later. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> anyways, uh, they, um, Dio refuses to give up. She wants to make this perfect omelet rice. She's tried four or five times. Uh, one thing that I did notice, though, is that for some reason, every single time they make a dish of omelet rice, they hold it up towards the camera yes. instead of looking at it themselves. And I'm just like, I see, I, I get that they're showing it to the viewer, which is kind of silly because they can easily show it to any. They, they could have picked they could any show different it from any angle. angle and show it up close much, much better than they're showing it right now. And then I realized that, oh, they're offering the dish up to the gods, showing how great this dish is, saying thank you for this for this wonderful food. Okay. You know? <laughs> so but anyways, so finally, after like the fourth, fifth attempt, she gets it right. And yep. she eats it. And they all taste the same. They all taste like, the same. But there's even your failed attempts are delicious. Uh-huh. But so they then have fun eating all that rice together. Um. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first three episodes, and then the, at the end of this one, they have an actual credit scene with the uh, with the, um yeah, an actual ending credits, and then they have the next time, and this time they have all three girls in chibi form dancing along with it instead of just the two, kind of showing that um uh what's her name again? I didn't write it down. Sheena. Yeah, so that Sheena has joined uh the cast uh the, the main group. So okay. But yeah, um, what are your final thoughts on this show? I like it. I don't know that I'm going to watch more of it. There's a lot of things on my plate right now, but um, I don't know. I might. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's it's delightful. I actually I highly recommend it. But um, oh yeah, I recommend it. I think it's great. Again, I don't know the, if I'm going to. The animation is fantastic. It. The pacing's okay. The um, the food. Uh, looks it's a show amazing. that will make you hungry. Uh huh. So make sure you have food already with you. Yes. Um, but anyways, uh, it's a fun show. It's delightful. I I kind of feel the same. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it just because I don't really have the time to watch more of it. Sure. Um, that said, though, I may have time to watch it since we will be taking the next month off. We are. Um, we will be back. Uh, we're going to be spent taking December off to spend more time with the family. Uh, more uh, and be able to get caught up on certain things and kind of rework uh, the show and the channel. There are some ma major changes that are coming to YouTube um, and we want to go ahead and be ready for those changes. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, so we're going to go ahead and have some meetings, discuss what we want to do with the future of, of the show. Um, we're going to keep doing the show. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, we will go ahead and get back with you guys. Um, and I, yeah, we'll get back with you guys. Um, and also, just to let you know, um, I have several videos ready to post. Um, and, uh, well, I just have to, to tweak the editing and things like that just to make sure they fit the time allotment that I'm looking for. But, yeah, I've, I've got multiple episodes that I want to go ahead and post for, um, for Trials of Mana uh, uh -huh. for the Let's Play. So we can go ahead and start posting that soon as well. Okay. Anyways, um, 
so yeah, so we'll be back in January, January with some more episodes of our podcast. Uh, and we're going to start off with our season three recap at the beginning of January. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So it's now time for recommendation of the week and it is your pick this week. I'm picking yet another, uh, modern season isekai. Uh, this one has the, uh, distinction of being yet another long titled isekai called didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life? Well, so the so this is an absolutely hilarious, delightful little show. Uh, the main character was a girl who was smarter than average, and therefore people thought she might have been too stuck up and didn't want to associate with her too much in high school, uh, middle school, and so she didn't have a lot of friends. And so when she died, she wanted to make her be average so she could make lots of friends. Um, well, the god of that world... Uh, took her request and said, okay, you want to be average. Let's see. The weakest thing in the world is a lowly little slug, and the strongest thing in the world is the elder dragon. And so the halfway point between those two is your stats now, which is way more than any human should ever have. Um, the lowest social class is, of a uh, human is slave, and the highest social class is king. And so going up just the titles of social classes, the middle one is like Baron or something like that. So she's the daughter of a Baron of a Lord. Yep. So she's, she's, she's nobility. Average noble. To, like, like he, he didn't get the mean of the aggregate. He just got to the middle of the scale of what the scale could be. Like there's nine. Um, but one of my favorite scenes, and I had to show this with my kids, is so the god of this world is also the way that magic works is um, there exists nano machines, nanites. And so she calls him nano and he, he manifests to her as a swarm of particles like water. And she says, you're kind of scary like that. You're like a swarm of bees. Can you change your shape? And so he does. And and all this, the, the, all the nanites that were swarming coalesce and form a uh, silver mannequin. It says, how is this? Says, I feel like I need to drop you into a vault of molten steel. Ooh, if you can change your shape, can you turn into like a yellow cute thing? Like that, uh, like the one that follows the guy from the Catch em All show? Oh, or the one with the Kansan dialect from the uh, the girl who catches cards. They just dropped a Pokemon and Card Captain Sakura reference and a T2 reference in one sentence in uh -huh, the show. It's uh -huh, great. Uh -huh. Well, and there's so many incredible references as well. Like when she does the training montage for the other girls who join her adventuring party. Yes, like she doing? dresses up as Master Roshi while she's training them. She like does. when she powers up, her face suddenly turns into Goku's face. Yes. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's, there's it's even ridiculous. JoJo references. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Jojo one time when she's being a little too serious. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 It's great. I love it. Uh anyways, they um and the and the the fantastic the most one of the most recent episodes though, she wanted to have a beach episode with her friends. And so she invents swimsuits for them to wear at the beach. But she uses the swimsuits that are that is considered okay by our current standards, but in a medieval fantasy that is high level risque to be out in public looking like that. 
And so that that episode ended pretty quick on that note. I think that was two episodes ago. They've had uh, some more recently. Yep. So. Yep. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, go ahead and watch that. That'll be a lot of fun. And maybe yeah, we'll, a, maybe that might end up in one of our uh, uh, three episodes in shows as maybe, well. Because we might maybe. do a uh, an isekai run when we come back in January. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll talk. We'll have a meeting uh, and we'll talk. Uh, we'll see what we want to do with the future, uh, future of the show. Um, but anyways... Um, it's now my turn for a creator shout out. Yes. And I wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to Jesper Anderson. Mm-hmm. Jesper Anderson is a concept artist um, and you can find his stuff on, uh, we'll have a link to Twitter, uh, Instagram and um, his, uh, his art station. His Instagram doesn't have very much on it. So you won't find much there. Right. Um, actually, I don't even think he has anything on it, but um, I checked it out. There's like three pictures. So maybe we won't even pictures, bother but... linking that one. Cause they're, He's really mm-hmm. spending a lot of time here on uh, ArtStation. ArtStation is really where his stuff is. Ah. Mm-hmm. And he's a concept artist. Um, one of the lead designers, I want to say, let me go ahead and just make sure I get it right. A lead concept artist at Mood, uh, which is a concept art studio. Okay. Um, and they have a book that I really, really want to get called... Um, I think it's called, yeah, Fall of Gods. And it's art inspired by Norse mythology. And it's incredible. If you just go to his art station and just click on the top one there, the one that's got like kind of that demonic looking creature, uh, kind of dragon looking thing of fire and brimstone. Oh, sure. Just click on that and then Uh you will see others. um, You'll see other pictures uh, from uh, this Norse mythology series that they've made. Nice. So it's incredible. Um, yeah. Anyways, I would talk more about his stuff uh, here, um, but uh, I unfortunately have to get going. I've got to be yep. somewhere in 10 minutes. Uh, so thank you so much for listening in this week. It means the world to us that you uh, that you uh, listen to our show or yep. watch it on YouTube. And if you do watch it on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, uh, share our channel with your friends. That's really the best thing that can happen right now. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Our website, WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has the links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we've mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you. All right. Well, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Ben Coombs for providing the artwork for our podcast. And a special thanks to Brazmataz for their song, their song, Dry Kolk, which we use for our opening and closer. Okay. Well, again, thank you guys so much for listening in. I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. We will see you in the new year. 